And we're back on Money Talk. I'm Andrew Work, and it is time for a view from Japan. We are welcoming on the show John Biren, the Vice Chair of Research at the Asian Development Bank Institute. John Biren, Ohio. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing fine this morning. Doing okay.、Uh, Japan. I'm looking at the Nikkei two two five. It's up almost half a percent already today. Does this have anything to do with the news of Korea whitelisting Japan, putting them back in the good books? Yes, well, as you know, the、uh, leaders of both economies met、uh, during March, and the purpose, or one of the purposes, was to、um, progress further on trade cooperation.、Um, so there have been certain、uh, positive steps in that regard, and obviously, in the current environment, this is something to be welcomed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so is it is it going to have that much of a material impact? And why, you know, and why hasn't Japan put Korea back on their whitelist if everything's going so hunky dory between the two of them? Well, I believe that there are steps、uh, being undertaken for that to take place.、Um, I think, you know, both economies are understanding that、um, there's a need to support、uh, the export sector and. Part of the problem with、uh, sanctions, of course, is that there are unintended、um, economic externalities associated with that, which which hurt both economies. So, if the the political side can be kind of sorted out, it can be beneficial、uh, on the economic side, and and that's what's necessary at the moment. There are other external factors which will、um, negatively affect the economic side, of course, related to. Uh, you know, some drop in global demand for for chips, for example. Well, I think that you know it's important for the the groundwork to be there、um, in terms of trade cooperation in order to、um, at least facilitate an increase in in net exports and and smoother、uh, supply chains over the medium term. I know Samsung. I think just、uh, had a not so great earnings report, and a lot of that was blamed on、uh, reduced chip exports. Maybe they're hoping thing exports to Japan. Could pick up for them, put a bug in the ear of the、uh, Taiwanese president.、Uh, I know the Americans are also interested in the U.S.、So、a lot of news on that front. Can you tell me more? Yes,、yeah, so、there were numerous、uh, visits recently to Tokyo from U.S. financiers.、Um, so you know, the investment environment in Japan at the moment is looking very favorable. As you know, the yen has depreciated over the over the past year, and it still remains. At、uh, a, a somewhat、uh, depreciated position overall, although it has appreciated in the more recent、uh, months,、um, so this makes it somewhat an, an attractive、uh, proposition for、uh, global、uh, markets. As well as that, you know, there are while while accommodative monetary policy is still in place, this may change going forward, and、um, so it may be opportune to、um, enter the market at this point. Right. So, so if they get in there, I mean, I've heard some some thinking that maybe some of the、uh, the trade dislocation, although maybe maybe that term might have already peaked and is on its way out. We'll see. But if if trade dislocation from China is going to other places, some people think it might go to Japan. But、uh, that seems a little unlikely, doesn't it? I mean, I, I mean, p- the people aren't going to Japan for the cheap labor. I mean, what what would move from China to Japan? Yes. Well, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty around where trade would be.、Uh, You know, relocated to.、Um, it would depend, of course, on on what type of 
uh, export we are talking about and what stage of the supply chain we're talking about as well. Um, you know, there is some uh, potential, for example, for a rise in um, chips coming from Japan. Um, and th- this could certainly be something that we would see over the, over the course of the year. But, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, investment flows into Japan, um, while I said, you know, interest rates are still very low in Japan, this, this could change over the next year. Um, and if that would be the case, then we would see a, a sharp appreciation of the yen. Um, so that's why it makes Japan uh, quite um, a favorable sort of a proposition at the current juncture. I mean, you talk about moving interest rates. I mean, I guess uh, we've, we've got a couple of things to look at there. Number one, uh, core inflation is still above 3%. Uh, do, you know, for most other governments, you know, that was kind of like 2% was their target. Are the Japanese freaking out about 3% inflation after living so long with no, none or even negative inflation? Are they freaking out about it? Like, are interest rates going to move or have Japanese adjusted to a new normal and saying, oh, actually, 3%, this is healthy. We can live with this. Like, where, where is the Japanese public on this? Yes, well, I mean, there's been some movement over the past number of months from uh, firms passing through uh, external price pressures into uh, retail prices. Um, and that's why we see this level of around 3% at the moment. Um, now, whether this will stimulate uh, a change in monetary policy is still uncertain because, of course, trend inflation at various different horizons still remains within the target of around 2%. So if you look at inflation expectations six months ahead, 12 months ahead, 18 months ahead, we're still around that 2% level. So there's still a lot of uncertainty whether the 3% is something that is uh, sustainable. And the reason, one of the reasons for that is, of course, um, you know, at some point the base effects will fall out of the calculation for year on year. Um, and the, that 3% we're looking at is a year on year calculation, which obviously goes back to um, around the time of just after the uh, Ukraine war. So, in other words, just at the time when inflation started to pick up. So, I think that over the next few months, we will see some uh, decrease in the rate of inflation um, compared to the current level. All right. I mean, I guess we're going to find out. We're going to get a sense of what, you know, how, how the Bank of God, Japan is going to react to that. Uh, Governor Ueda has his first monetary policy meeting this week. What are you expecting? Yes, I mean, while I said we may expect some uh, decrease in inflation uh, in the coming months, it all also depends on um, wage negotiations which are taking place. Um, now, we, uh, the large unions, for example, agreed um, record levels of uh, nominal wage uh, increases uh, recently, which would outstrip the level of inflation that we see. Um, now, if this was to... Um, translate into rises in domestic demand, then, of course, um, there could be positive implications uh, for inflation, even trend inflation. Um, but certainly at the current juncture, we don't see um, any evidence of that. Um, and as a result of that, we don't uh, see that there would be uh, changes in, in monetary policy uh, coming from the, the, the new governor's first monetary policy meeting, which will be taking place this week, tomorrow, sorry, Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. Okay, so we're going to be. Uh, are you going to be publishing on anything on that later this week? Uh, we will be monitoring it, of course. But yeah, if something comes out of it, then we will. Uh, you know, we will reflect that. But I think uh, expectations are 
by and large, uh, for, for no change. And that's something that has been signalled by, by the Bank of Japan as well. Another thing that they have signalled, of course, is that they will be undertaking, or are likely to undertake a large-scale review of the impact of um, the monetary policy measures that have been introduced over the past two decades. We've seen these types of uh, monetary policy framework reviews undertaken by the Fed and ECB mm-hmm. uh, in recent years, and these can take a long time to actually finalise, even up to 18 months. So wow. this is something that may we may see um, coming out of the Bank of Japan uh, this year. All possibly. right. We'll keep an eye out for that. Thank you very much for John Beeren, Vice Chair of Research at the Asian Development Bank Institute.